When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Win a Hilux and camper on 15 May and support your local footy club. Visit ignitehq.com.au. Your rugby league coverage on SEN starts now. Welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Yes, welcome to NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Ignite HQ. Win a Hilux and a camper on 15, 15th of May and support your local footy club. Visit ignitehq.com.au. I am with James Magnuson. How are you? Very good, J.A. I was going to wish you a happy Mother's Day this morning, but I realised you're not a mother. Oh, just, <laughs> I don't know if that's meant to be like a burn or something. Well, you actually did come in and you said, uh, happy Mother's Day, everyone. Are you a mother? It was like the most accusation. Can you say that? I, yeah, it's I thought she might have been off that show, you know, Teen Mums yeah. that they had on uh, MTV because <laughs> right, she's okay. so young. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good, yeah, good, good, good comeback, mate. Good comeback. Steve O'Keefe, how are you? Mate, I'm having a, a good day, a happy Mother's Day out there to all our mm. mothers who are listening, probably one or two of you or, or none at all. But if you were a, uh, a Travoyevich mother, you'd be having a good Mother's oh, Day. Three yeah. boys playing for the, the Seagulls yesterday was yes. uh, quite impressive. So happy happy Mother's Day to her. And if you feel like pushing out a couple more, if you're, <laughs> if you're live. <laughs> and there's another one, I think. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. there's four. You would know. You're I think from the there. other... The other yeah. one's a boxer, maybe, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think he might have fought him one of those George Rose cards. Um, How nice are those boys, though? You know, Jake Travoy, you watch at the end yeah, when yeah. they're interviewing uh, them all together, and then Jakey just come in, and he's just so sincere, yeah. uh, you yeah. know, comes in. How great is this for the family and our friends? And I'm just so proud yeah. of my brother. Um, I love Jakey. I just think he's just the... He's the, a sweetheart. Yeah, absolute sweetheart. Yeah. What you see is what you get. Um, yeah. So, yeah, good on him. What a debut. I, Double they, on debut. If they want a sister, I would like to be adopted into that family. It seems like a That's nice family. a nice family. family. Gerbo. Hey, um, mm. James, have you been cold the last few days? No. I've, been cold. I've just been really cold the last few nights. Anyway, I thought, um, <laughs> I thought maybe you might want to wear Uh-oh. this Raiders scarf. <laughs> I've got a Raiders scarf here for you. Do you want to put it on? Sure. Do you want to feel a winning sure. scarf? Oh, look at him shake. Yeah. I've never seen oh. a grown man shake more in his wanna, life. Uh, Beautiful. It's cashmere or something. <laughs> oh, you look good in a Raiders scarf. Do you want to go for a winning team? <laughs> I was about to say, it won't be long, mate, before you have to hand it back. Oh. And, uh, our mate Ricky's got a... We're back, baby. We beat, we beat the worst team in the comp. <laughs> oh, just, just. just. Actually, are you still on the bottom of the ladder? I don't know. Uh, yeah, this is good. We're bad at me. We're bad at me. The green machine. We hit them hard. So hey, you're not the worst team in the club, actually, the Knights. Yeah, Newcastle. We've got okay. the Spoon Bowl next weekend, Newcastle versus Bulldogs. <laughs> so it we, should be a ripper. We beat the, the Knights. second worst team in the club. <laughs> I mean. Yeah. yeah, I'm very disappointed. I was reeling from that one. It actually, it felt for me as a fan like our worst loss of the season, just from effort-wise. Mm. Like, the Raiders have had such a tough run, mm. and we couldn't even match it with them. Like, 
It yeah. was disappointing. Well, I tipped the Bulldogs. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I yeah. really thought that uh, the Bulldogs were going to get up. I just thought they were going to go on this bad What thing. about um, poor Jared Croker? Oh, uh, I know. Do you think he'll make the 300? What's he at? Three ni- 293? Three I mean, now? I guess it depends what this in- injury is. Uh, yeah. In terms of is it a, is it a recurring? No, it looked like no. I think it was he's a dislocated shoulder. shoulder. Yeah, it he's like had it shoulder problems. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if this is the same. Because he was coming back from a knee. Yes, he was yeah. coming yeah. back from. There's been a couple actually, because what Sammy Verrills went down as well with a with dislocated shoulder. Yeah. So. Yep. Jack Johns broke his arm last night in a yep. Knights game. Um, there's a few, few nasty you injuries. Just, you could just feel the whole of Canberra, the hearts just break. Yeah, I know. And he looked it, like, he looked really I'm good. sorry, I don't know why they haven't been playing him all season. They've had bulk issues with their outside backs <laughs> and they've had him sitting in reserve grade. It just looked like he steadied the team a bit, yes. just relaxed them. Cause Raiders over the past few weeks have looked really panicky. Yeah. They get near the opposition try line and Rapana starts throwing ridiculous flick passes yeah, and doing options poor, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just silly stuff. And it looked like he just brought the the yeah, composure. The composure. Yeah, yeah. He looked mm. good. Yeah. yeah. Sorry for him. Well, a couple of uh, headlines to come out of the round so far. We've already sort of talked about Brothers Day, the manly starting side with Tom, Jake, uh, and Ben Trevojevic for the first time. Um, and Ben with a double, that's exciting for him. Yeah, yeah. played out of position too. They apparently yeah. trained all week at second row, uh, at lo- uh, centre, sorry, and then played second row. So yeah, pretty impressive. The Daily mm. Telegraph has farewell Foz, Kieran Foran to join the Titans in an $800,000 deal. That's a lot of cash. Losers. How desperate about... is that from the Titans? Seriously. We were chatting earlier. I don't we? think that's 800000 a year. No, 400 a year. Yeah. 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 It's, still, yeah. it's still good coin if you can get it. Yeah. Uh, when you compare him to uh, people who played for the debut for the Souths on the weekend, he's got two jobs. He stacks shelves. Oh, really? And he works as a sales rep on one of those $1,000 a week contracts. <laughs> so, you know, that's the... That's the he's on a train and trial. That's, yeah. That's, yeah, train and trial. There, yeah. So that's good money. But we're talking about foreign's deals, what, over the last, say, five or six years. And most yeah. of them have been in that sort of million-dollar category yeah. uh, missile. You'll you'll know a bit better than what I did. But yeah, he started so off at the... the Manly so on what? He, was, he was at Manly on big money, and mm. they won in, um, the comp there in 2011. Yeah, mm-hmm. beating the storm. Then it was a huge deal from him leaving Manly, going to Para on over $1 million a year. I think he was one of those first players to get one of those big, Deals. proper contracts. I think it might have been 1.1, 1.2 that he went to Parramatta. That tanked there. Mm-hmm. So he went from Para to the Warriors. Again, a million a year at the Warriors. Para probably paying a, a portion of that to get rid of him. Then the Warriors said, we've had enough, and they punted him as well, and he comes to the Bulldogs. Bulldogs <laughs> trumpet him as their huge signing, million dollar a year for four years, $4 million. That fails again. Had a lot of injuries. <laughs> a lot of injuries, a lot of off-field stuff. Um, I remember his last game, he did his shoulder, and I seriously thought that was the end of him. I thought yeah. he, was, he was gone there, you know, he's yeah. playing – you know, a, a tough, hard brand of footy, almost like he was trying to get re-signed. Did he show? I thought, yeah, absolutely gone. Then what gets another lifeline? Gets a lifeline back at Manly. I remember seeing the, the footage from the Sheds one game, you know, when Joey's in the Sheds or whatever after mm. the game, and uh, they panned past Foran, and he was taped within an inch of his life. He was literally being held together by Walking a last blast. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he seems to have sort of come pretty good in the past since he's been back at Manly. Amazing. He does. Yeah, whatever they're doing there with their S&C and their recovery, their rehab stuff, like they got Tommy back, his hamstrings were shot, mm. and he seems to be back in the game now. Foz has recovered really well. 
Um, how much of that though, Missile, is so you've got your S and C and you've got your program right, but how much being a professional athlete, the only credible professional athlete. I was gonna athlete say in the you, room. You, you, <laughs> you two are a professional yeah, athlete. No, 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 yeah, you played for Australia. Yeah, but we're not in the same realm. Uh, uh, how much of that is indicative on the player to get it? Because he looks as fit as I've ever seen him. You know, you, you can be shoved all this nutrition, this is what you're meant to do. How much of it is it you at seven, six o'clock in the morning getting up going, right, this is what I have to do, the discipline that's involved? Yeah, a huge part of it. And I've spoken to a few football players about it as well. And there's sort of your training that's compulsory. And then there's bits and pieces that you do around that that can make the difference, the one percenters. So, mm. for example, we'd have swim training from, say, six to eight in the morning. Mm. But I'd get to the pool at 5.30 and start stretching and warming up, doing rehab, prehab stuff. I'd wake up at, at 4.30 or 5 extra early to have breakfast so that I was primed before oh training. God. And it's the same yeah. with – it's the same with the <laughs> – okay. yeah. just, just creeping like, <laughs> I have anxiety just thinking but that's, about yeah, it. That's the difference, right? You probably yeah. do that on your own. You'd be the only – you and – what? there wouldn't be too many yeah, doing the no, same thing. Yeah, n- no, not too many. Then that's that's the things that separate, um, you yeah. know, athletes. And that's that's something that I always – Kind of, I realized at a young age and that if you wanted to be in that top 1%, you've got to do stuff that the other people in the squad aren't doing. And it's super hard to do because you see the other people some days coasting through and enjoying themselves and you go, you know, I've been here half an hour earlier. I'm leaving half an hour later. Mm. Um, Mentally, you've got the wood over them, don't you? Because you know you've been putting in the work. Yeah, you do. You do. And I know that I've spoken to rugby league players and the exact same thing happens, you know. I've heard stories of kickers staying behind half an hour, hour after the game, practicing their kicking, mm. practicing their goal kicking. I've heard stories of people, again, getting there half an hour early for stretching, warming up, extra weights before the weight session. So mm. you, you are in control of your own destiny. So I, I think Foran um, can attribute a lot of that to his own preparation. But um, certainly Manly is his happy place, right? He, he's never really excelled anywhere but Manly. Mm. So... It's a huge punt from the Titans to take him out of that environment and pay him 400k a year. Uh, yeah, that, and there's been nothing um, to confirm uh, this deal. This sort of started getting rumoured Thursday night, Friday in um, in the day, uh, and Justin Holbrook was up for his press conference on Friday, as was uh, Des Hasler. Des Hasler wouldn't talk about it at all. Yeah, he, he was kept, frosty, wasn't he? He kept saying, this is not the forum, this is not the forum. This is not. I was like, where, where, when is it? Des, when, ever, when can we ask? Do you ever feel intimidated interviewing him? He's quite... Nah. No. Because I've just done it so many times and yeah. I walk in I walk in just ready to be entertained. Yeah. I, when I was younger, I used to get intimidated by all of them. I'd be like, oh my God. Like Who who's the hardest interview of all the coaches, would you oh, say? Oh, Des by a mile. Really? More really? so than Wayne? Bennett? Yeah. No, no, because Wayne will actually give a little bit of an answer. Yeah. Des mm. does this thing for TV where he draws his grabs out. He goes, uh, uh, Tom, and he yeah. knows we can't run it's a like 20. He's, like he's sitting on a grape juicer, isn't it? Exactly. And he knows, he knows we can't run a 23 second grab. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, he is by far just the hardest to get a grab out of, but, um, no, and, I just Have you noticed, say. you know how he whispers? Yeah. yeah you've got to have the mic. Like, yeah. I yeah. used to do a, a couple of things with, with the Bulldogs back when I was swimming and, uh, I've spoken to Des a few times and he goes, oh, yeah, so listen, uh, Miss Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, for your preparation, Miss Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm leaning in closer to hear what he's saying. I'm, I'm hanging on every word because it's Des Hasler and I'm, you know, I'm a Bulldogs fan. Yeah. But 
it'll never really lead anywhere either. He never yeah. really has a point. He just yeah. draws things out and it's kind of yeah. Very vague. A, yeah, yeah. He said to one of the journos, um, uh, one of the newest sort of journos I've seen around lately, he said to them the other day, he goes, you get to the point. In his, when he was asking the question, and I thought, <laughs> uh, pot calling kettle. Like, yeah, yeah. It's funny um, though because the players love him. Oh, the Everyone that plays for him, him, and they and they love that he has that relationship with with the media, where he'll defend them mm-hmm. at all costs. And so it's obviously quite endearing to the players. And then everyone that I know that's worked with him can't speak highly enough of him. But yeah, I, I often watch those press conferences, and sometimes he questions the journo. Yeah, and I'm like, oof. It's yeah, quite tense. Yeah, quite yeah. tense. Well, it and was a uh, it was a big win though for the uh, the Seagulls. That was a pack. I didn't get out there at Manly, but it was a packed house. Yeah, eighteen thousand there on a beautiful sunny afternoon. I was yeah. chatting to Brooksy, the producer. He's got some big issues. Thirty minutes. It said it took him to get a beer because he stood in the wrong line to get some food. And obviously there's a lot of discussion going around at the moment with funding in which way it's going to be directed Mm. to Lissa in regards to, you know, do you pump a lot of money into these suburban grounds, which has been promised? Do they put a roof on the old Homebush Stadium? Do Mm. we knock that down? So, I mean, it is a trivial point, but I think if you go to the punter, people are directly on the ground. Yes, we love the hill, but we also want to make sure that we've got these state-of-the-art facilities firstly, but also a, a place where... You know, there's 17,000 there, but there's no reason why you shouldn't be getting 25,000, 30,000 there yeah. at, at Manly to watch it. When they are playing good footy, yeah. um, there's no better place to be on a Sunday Arvo. I think it would be an is- interesting move if we said, let's try and get each of these suburban grounds to 20,000. Mm. Just pick a number, mm. for, for, for argument's sake, 20,000. So Leichhardt, uh, Belmore, uh, Brookvale, all those suburban grounds, Cogra, um, what's the one down in Wollongong? Each of those grounds, 20,000 capacity. And I don't know about you guys, but I personally much prefer going to those grounds. It's like a bit of a novelty. Yeah. Um, When you go to Belmore, you've got all these food stalls and kebab stalls and everything set up along the course. So walking down to the ground, Mm. it it brings money into those local areas as well. The local restaurants, pubs, clubs. Oh, you definitely feel more connected. We play yeah. some games up at Coffs Harbour sometimes. You get yeah. half the crowd, you might get 10,000. Yeah. But they're right on top of you and yeah. so much more appreciative and fun. You almost feel like you're playing a bit more of a park-style based game as opposed mm. to if you're at the SCG. Yeah. You're so removed from everyone. You know, you've got yeah. it's almost segmented into class status. You've got the members and then the high ticket players over there. Whereas you go to these places in rural towns and geez, they love it. What are know, the so. facilities like? At, like, um, in terms of dressing rooms and back of house yeah, stuff. That's fine. fine I, I yeah. think I just think it can be so overrated when you think you need these. Again, I'm talking from a professional athlete's point mm-hmm. of view, where my recovery is two, four x beers and. Uh, a uh, meat pie is my recovery. Um, but, yeah, no, they're fine. Uh, maybe it might be a little bit different for footballers and whatever. But if you've got the bare basics, it's enough. We've just got a message in here. The producer's passed to me. Hey, Miss Isle, do you think Canterbury should strongly consider a full-time move back to Belmore next year to fill the ground on a consistent basis? There's no doubt a large part of Canterbury's supporter base is located in Bankstown Municipality. A move to Belmore in- will increase the home ground advantage, which can mean the difference between winning and losing close games. Yeah, particularly for for teams struggling like the Bulldogs, right? Like they're not going to get 15,000 at ANZ playing a a Newcastle, for example. So I I know there's deals where the stadium pays the club to play at those big venues, but uh, I just, you go there and it feels empty. Mm. There's no atmosphere. When you've got two lower teams, you may as well take it to a suburban ground and and keep the gate rather than getting paid by an, an ANZ. 
Well, we are going to have a little bit more of a discussion on the games themselves, but just the last headline, um, the Bennett, an exclusive from, I think, the Courier Mail, Bennett's secret meeting with Broncos star as Dolphins offer $1 million plus deal, and that's on mm. about Herbie Farnworth. Isn't Ooh. everyone a million dollar player <laughs> these days? What a great name too. Yeah, yeah it is a really good one. Yeah. So back in so two, 2012, uh, Inglis was the first million dollar player. He signed for South Sydney until 2017. Oh. Recently now, got married on the weekend too. Oh, did he? Yeah, G.I. in a secret wedding back, oh. I think back in Maxville. Oh, well, not so secret now. <laughs> well, when they, it's funny when they say secret and you see four or five photos like there's been papped yeah. and all that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, he did, yeah, but it was an intimate wedding. So, so back back then the salary cap was four point four million. Now it's nine point four million. So um, I don't know. Lot, I know it? where a lot of politics at the moment with the um, with the election coming up, and they're always talking about wage growth. But I hope yeah, they're not yeah. factoring so, the. Uh, is that your standard two point three percent? Yeah, I know. I hope I they're not factoring the NRL are, in there. Yeah, in, what what inflation boom. says says football player on six hundred thousand a year? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, a million dollars. It, it does seem a. A lot. So what year was that, did you say? So 2012. First English million dollar first man. First million dollar player. And I think, uh, I, if I remember, first I must think have been JT, around then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah JT yeah. must have been the, like, maybe just after that. Um, and so that was the, uh, English was signed to 2017. I feel like now if you look at, say, the New South Wales State of Origin team, what, 70% of that would be on a million bucks these days. Like, there's a lot, of, a lot more million dollar players now. They'd be pushing it. Yeah. yeah. Even uh, they were talking about Stephen Crichton potentially going for a, a million a year to the Redcliffe Dolphins as a marquee signing. So I just don't know. If, I mean, kids signing these outside backs, and yeah. I just um, big for me, mistake. I, big yeah, mistake. I mean, it's I mean, like, the Bulldogs kind of learned that with Contrick. Yeah. Well, every yeah. any team that's struggling in at the moment that you even with the full pack that Souths have and the the quality of, of of the backs that they have at the moment, you know, the, the six and seven. That's where you're going to get it. Yeah. Get it done. If you don't yeah. have that high quality spine, then you're just gonna even. Gonna and, and they've got the six. Yeah, they've mm. got the six. They've mm. got three of the four of that spine locked in, Did, and they're still yeah. struggling. struggling yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's worth. And we'll chat to later, Chad Townsend, who's been you know an absolute superstar and a, a large catalyst for the Cowboys' turnaround uh, this season. So, mm. anyway. what's been your own headlines? Have you made a headline? Uh, <laughs> let, me, let me just let me just see if I can quickly come up. Has uh, Sock been in the newspaper this week? <laughs> yeah, I have I made my own headlines. Uh, no, terrific, ter- my, my terrific. Head- ter- Teddy turns on turbocharged performance. There you go. How's okay. that sound? Yeah. Oh wow. Cool. How boring is that? <laughs> I didn't actually ask you to write the headline, but I love that you did. Well, uh, I, I, I think, liked I liked Teddy's performance on the weekend. I think that was the highlight for me coming back from a disappointing game against the thing. I, I he saw glimpses of it against the doggies and geez, he was he was electric. Yeah, uh, he was scoring so three. So he was he was my standout and highlight. Yeah, I think for me it's coaches under pressure at this time of year. Mm. Um, the main two I would say Adam O'Brien and and. Uh, Trent Barrett, unfortunately, for for the Bulldogs, and they play each other next week. Whoever loses that game, <laughs> someone's someone's under huge pressure. I know. Uh, I don't know why Adam O'Brien's job doesn't really get spoken about much, does it? Oh, I don't know. I feel like it's little starting bit? to a little okay. bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I find it interesting that Trent Barrett gets spoken about as much as it does, considering he hasn't actually been there that long. And mm. I mean, Ricky Stewart's been. The Raiders for eight yeah. years. I know he got a win on the weekend, but I think he, he just got Gus hanging over you yeah. at all times, and he's yeah. ruthless. Be, yeah. yeah. You also think Ricky had, you know, a couple of years ago they were in the final, so at least he's got a bit of pedigree behind him in knowing how to win titles. When yeah. you look at 
someone like Barrett's record, I think it's like 16% win ratio. And it's like, when has that ever survived anywhere at any stage? And he struggled Mm. at Manly by saying, you know. And he had a good list there. And the facilities weren't up. The whole thing was he was saying the facilities weren't up to scratch and then nothing changed and um, they ended up in the finals. So um, my headline was the Million Dollar Chase. Did you guys watch that last Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's a pearl. She's a pearl. She's a pearl. She was a pearl. She was so far ahead. It blew out to $1.75 by the time it jumped. (laughs) It blew out. (laughs) Yeah. But for it, um, something that was that dominant, that was like a uh, black caviar slash winks type performance, yeah. wasn't it? Like, it's funny to watch the broadcast of that because there's not really any way you can drag it out. Like, yeah, it just, I know. 20, what did it run it in? Twenty nine seventy or something? Was it? Yeah, it was a, yeah. it's over five twenty, isn't it? I didn't see the race, but was it just? It's, it, it's a lap and a half or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. The okay. commentators start talking about like the personality of the dogs and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's there's, funny. there's a guy out on track walking around with the mic, and the dogs are coming yeah. around it, his heels. It was full of rugby. It was full. Of of rugby league, there was a lot of uh, like Parramatta players there. Well, they did, they had a couple yeah. of guys, and I think they are tr- really trying to. Uh, it's obviously never going to be horse racing, but try and get this connection between sport and raise the awareness of greyhound racing. Either of you guys been to Wenny Park? Would have, yeah, yeah. You have? No, I actually I once owned a dog. Oh, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Winning uh, four grand the dog. Uh, cost and we went yeah. in with eight mates at 500 bucks and yeah. it didn't even make one race got bitten unfortunately oh. by a spider and passed away and I was uh. like that's oh. the last time I'm doing that wow. it's, really well, it's, a fickle, it's a fickle sport yeah, yeah. okay so, on that note thanks Doc after the break we're just going to look at round nine we're not going to hear any more depressing dog Sorry. stories from Stock. <laughs> yeah uh, this is NRL Crunch Time. Thanks to Ignite HQ, winner Hilux and Camber on 15th of May and support your local footy club. Visit ignitehq.com.au. It's Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy Final Sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.